2: Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green
3: Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803 0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA, Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Bean, and by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Oh. It's time to talk golf. Here are your
4: hosts, Brian Kozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis.
5: Good morning, everybody. Here on a Saturday in March, we welcome you in to Tee to Green, live and on the air on WGR Sports Radio 550. My name is Brian Kozio. Thanks for being with us, along with PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Kevin Sylvester working this week for the mat- match play championships down in Austin, Texas. We'll have Kevin... Coming up a little bit later on in our show. Uh, Coming up this week, we are at the Western New York PGA Hall of Fame and Offices uh, at Glen Oak Golf Course in Amherst. We're excited to be here. Uh, Each spring, we do a show uh, in conjunction with the Western New York PGA, one of our show uh, partners. And we're excited to be here to tell you everything that they do and how you can get involved uh, in golf in Western New York. Victoria Shiro, the Interim Executive Director of the Western New York PGA, will join us in just one moment. But uh, we'll get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week coming up, our PGA Tour leaderboard, Champions Tour report, LPGA report. Talk about Phil Mickelson not playing in the Masters and uh, other things on match play coming up. But uh, we say good morning to Jeff Miedis.
0: Jeff. Good morning. Hi. Yep, getting a little psyched, starting to watch some of those Masters previews on TV and the you know the little warm-up videos mm-hmm. that they got coming for golf here. So uh, starting to get that bug ready for golf season to per- percolate up here and get going. Yeah, I've been watching
5: a lot of the NCAA tournament, which obviously is on CBS. Which uh, they've been pumping the Masters promos about. Seems like every other commercial you get one coming back from break. <laughs> yeah, it still gets me a little
0: uh, excited. Yeah, it gets the hair on the arm standing up a little bit when you watch. The music it. is. Uh, is well known it, it really gets you excited. you got the masters hat going this morning which yes is nice. I do. they have a nice brand there at the masters
5: don't they yeah, yeah that it's works like, for them yeah, they I, probably uh, have been successful with that <laughs> i wouldn't be changing my logo or my colors anytime soon yeah yeah they do a nice job so yeah we're two weeks away from the masters we're excited to uh i'm sure over the next few weeks talk quite a bit about that so that's coming up uh we'll, we'll maybe get in a little masters talk too in the in the second segment but uh, let's bring in our guest this morning, Victoria Shiro, the Interim Executive Director of the Western New York PGA. Good morning, Victoria.
6: Good morning. Um, thank you the... guys for having me. This is great. Um, and thank you for all that you guys are doing to help grow the game of golf and everything that you're doing to help the Western New York section.
5: Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well, the Western PGA has been a big part of our show for many years, right. supporting our show. And, uh, I'm a member, proud member. Yeah, yep. and uh all of us at T to Green, we're excited that we're involved in some, in some initiatives, too, along the way. Um, our, you know, Some charity work and our annual duster putting challenge, which gets bigger and better every year. So we'll talk about that in a second. But, uh, Victoria, I know it's getting ready for uh, the golf season here. I know probably some people have already even played maybe at some area courses, but... Uh, we're getting ready to go. Can you feel the buzz in the building of everybody getting ready for golf season here?
6: I sure can. <laughs> the sun comes out, and the, so do the golfers. <laughs>
5: Would
0: you use the word buzz? Is that the word you'd use, uh, yeah. More like a swarm? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yep. Yeah, it is. It is a great time of year when you're enthusiastic about golf, and the Western New York PGA. This is when we start ramping up with everything we do because we run tons of you i should say run tons of junior (laughs) programs Uh, just can you go into a few of the programs that people listening may not know what the west new york pga does in this area or how people can get involved in golf
6: sure so i'll start with our junior programs um we've got a great rock star of a director of junior golf and player engagement mackenzie colhane also known as Mac Um, she's getting started here with our junior tour uh, which registration is already on its way Um, last day to register for that is going to be I think June 30th um, kicking off at Ridgemont April 16th is our first one so the junior tour is kids 18 or I'm sorry 10 to 18 years old um, and you can get into either a full-time program with 10 events or a uh, part-time program with five events
0: and there's nine holes
6: there. nine holes there's 18 holes all types of divisions
0: but the sooner you get in the the better your options are as so far as selecting courses because they do fill yes. up right? as
6: soon as they fill well. up they are full so if you want to get in somewhere specific I would recommend registering soon
5: yeah and I the process is super easy my son Jack's in it uh, he's twelve he plays in that nine hole division. And we did it last year for the first time, and he had a blast. And the best part about it is that, you know, for, for him and I, especially in the summer, where my schedule is a little bit more free, like we we would make a day of it, you know, drive into the course, talking about where are we going to go to lunch after, that sort of thing. And we, you know, didn't – some of these players, brand-new friends that he made, now we're in contact with – like we've met him at the Dome over the, the winter a few times, and, you know, I've gotten to know the other parents and – Uh, it's it's been a pleasurable experience for both but just doing that it's been a lot of fun and I bet he's looking forward to it again this year yeah Yeah. Yeah, we've already signed up and uh, you know what you said about signing up there's these lists of courses depending upon where you're listening right now although you know Rochester even a little east of Rochester there's courses all in the Buffalo area down in the southern tier even some in in Pennsylvania towards Erie and Bradford and you know you can kind of go through like everybody does with their calendar okay you know, when are we on vacation? When are we in town? When are we here? And go through and find your dates and pick your tournaments. And like you said, if it, if maybe if you're a beginner, you want to just tr- if your son or daughter wants to try it, you can do five or you can do up to ten if you want to as well. And if you're just really
0: new to golf, we offer some other programs, right? The uh, the junior what's the junior
6: phrase? golf days? Junior yeah, that is days. a very exciting program. and that's for like
0: littler kids, right? Yeah, yeah. So
6: that's ages five to nine. So we get a lot of calls about parents who want. Seven-year-olds, six-year-olds getting involved. Well, that is a great way. Our schedule is on our website. It's junior golf days. Our first one is over at the Rochester House of Sports by dick sporting goods over there and that's on april 10th
0: and these are free
6: these are completely free
0: does chris kolinsky run these
6: he sure does okay
0: i've been doing junior golf for 35 years i've never seen anybody better with kids than chris kolinsky it was it's actually learned a lot from watching him teach kids (laughs) last year it's great so if you're a parent you gotta you want to get your kid it's just an intro they don't need to know anything just show up don't need clubs don't need no
6: experience necessary and and no equipment either just come have a good time it's a it's a great program
5: all right so that's junior golf days for the younger kids if you want to get them started we talked about junior tour junior tour is probably for 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 players that would have played golf before or had at least some experience playing uh, playing their own ball and that sort of thing now if they are a little older and maybe they they've hit the ball you know they've been around uh, they feel like they want to get out on the course but maybe they're not ready to play their own ball and play in the junior tour there's kind of that nice middle spot, which is PGA Junior League, which you can get in on. And you're, it's more of like a team setting and also yes. a little bit less pressure, too, I think, because it's, it's a team event, right? You yes. Get, you're with a partner all the time.
6: Team event, and they've got coaches and captains that are with you the whole way through uh, your game.
0: And it's just fun. Yeah, yeah, it's yep. it's a team idea. There's pressure taken off the kids. They're wearing uniforms. They're they're having laughs. They're getting high fives. It's learning the rules, the etiquette, and it's just fun. Yeah,
5: yeah junior league is essentially it's a two man scramble where you are with a partner. So I I love that part about it. Jack did that before he did the junior tour when he he was a little younger, and it, I thought it was great because if you miss a shot, nobody cares because you can just use your partner's ball, right. just like we would at any scramble tournament. So I I think that part. Is great. No big deal up. Oh, you duffed one. No big deal. He you, use your partner's ball. You're fine. And then they're rooting for each other yeah. and everything. And they make buddies. Yeah. So I, I think that's a really, really nice spot that if, if you want your son or daughter to maybe, you know, say, look, you know, they've played before we've had them onto the course before I, you know, let, let's, let's maybe get them in some sort of setting where they can play. I think the junior league is great. So now there, there are a lot of area clubs across Western New York that have junior league teams. So if you're curious, if your club has one, obviously contact your local PGA Pro. They'll let you know uh, if you have a junior league team. There also is a league here at Glen Oak. So if you're not maybe a member somewhere, you can follow up and see if the, uh, the, there's room here at Glen Oak as well. Uh, you can also, of course, check the PGA Junior League website. That'll have all the information on all the participating clubs as well as it, to find out maybe where there's openings.
0: And you need a PGA Pro to help you through that process because it's run by the PGA professionals. So, yeah. Another
5: event, another one that's free, we mentioned Golf Junior Days are free, Drive, Chip, and Putt is free, Uh, we were talking about the Masters here to start the show, Jeff, I know that's one of your favorite TV to-dos, Sunday morning, the week of the Masters before it starts, the Drive, Chip, and Putt finals, where there's a lot of the pros there watching Drive, Chip, and Putt, and we have the local rounds here in Western New York, too.
0: And we've had kids from here make it there, which has been great. And talk about great TV. You watch these little kids come out, and they're, you know, and they're there's Bubba Watson watching you hit some chips and putts and talking to you. It's it's, it's my favorite part of the week almost for the Masters to watch that that Sunday morning. Tori, can you talk about what Drive, Chip, and Putt's all about? Because that, again, you don't necessarily
5: have to be at a certain level to show up and, and be a part of that, and that's free, and it's another – it's not even an all-day sort of thing. So if – if you want to kind of get your kids sucked into maybe a little competitive event, but really fun, tell us what that day's about. Drive, chip, and putt.
6: Yeah, drive, chip, and putt is super exciting, and uh, Max gonna get to head over to Augusta to witness that firsthand. So that's pretty exciting for our section to be able to uh, have her do that. So drive, chip, and putt, um, like you said, it's seven to 15 years old. Um, you come in, you drive one, you chip one, and you put one and your score is calculated, and you try to do the the best that you can. But, again, no real golf experience. You don't really have to have gone out on the course. Um, You're just swinging the club, and it's really great to see the kids get so excited about it, and they're very passionate about it when they come out. It's a great, great day.
0: Yeah, you get introduced you know there's there's a lot of cool stuff that goes with it and it's just an experience more than it is a competition i would say and
5: of course important there's always some sort of little cool swag you get when you show up too which golfers are
0: about swag that's right (laughs) hence we have a radio show yeah that's (laughs) right so we can get the free gear you know i'd like to point something out um i've known victoria a very long time excellent excellent woman and she leads an all-female staff here at the western new york pga and you know with the lack of diversity in golf and stuff like that i'm, I'm really proud to say that uh, that that's our current situation here and uh leading by example and I'm, I'm super proud to have her running our organization right now
6: thank you that means a lot yeah we have myself on staff matt colhane who i mentioned and our new director of competitions ashley easterday who is very busy getting caught up to speed as her season starts pretty soon as well
5: so work's actually getting done, then, Jeff is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, I'm not going to comment. on that. <laughs> I know she's way better than her husband on the radio. Yeah. I'll tell you that. No, that's great to hear. I mean, Jeff, I know an initiative of the PGA of America, Brian Western New York, is yeah. get as many involved in golf. You look at inclusion and diversity. Look at you have said it many times, and this you're, you're not being mean about it. Mm-hmm. You said golf for a long time, and still in many spots was white men and you said look we have to get more people involved in the game it's such a great game for everybody to involve what a great example here and all female staff here at the western pga
0: right and that's and it's it's hard to change it's hard to move a ship around like that but it is changing and it is turning and and these they're hired because of initiatives and they end up being the best so that's that's what's working and and we're going to continue to do that and We'll throw around i know the western pga is going to be in good hands for a long time like i look at our wall here we're in the offices and they're all the past presidents of the west new york pga and they're all middle-aged white guys so we need to change that going forward a little bit yeah and
5: i think it is definitely heading in the right direction we've seen that even nationally with the pga of america so yeah. um, that's a good thing for yes, sure it is victoria shiro the interim executive director of the western new york pga joining us here on T Degree. and brian colsey along with pga pro jeff Metis, we'll have kevin sylvester later in the show uh, from the match play event in Austin, Texas, and uh, we'll update uh, what's going on on that. Okay, so those are some of the programs. Any of the programs that we mentioned there, all those junior um, items, the Junior Tour, the Junior League, Drive, Chip, and Putt, Junior Golf Days, all that information you can find out on the W on the uh, Westerner PGA website. W P. Let me start that again. Wnypga.com is the easy way to get it. Um, now let's talk about some charitable tie-ins that uh, the Western PGA is in. Uh, I know our event that we are a part of for T to Green, the putting challenge, we call it the Duster Challenge. We had it at Glen Oak this past summer. It was awesome. Uh, our fifth edition we will be back for our sixth year again here this summer at Glen Oak. We'll have details coming up in weeks ahead. Um, and Jeff, I know that's an, an event that we love. It's a putting contest, but another night of fun where we raise money for a great cause. Oh, it's just a
0: night you look forward to every year. It's just Fun is all it is. Yeah, everybody comes out. We're starting to get the same people showing up. It's sold out last year, I think. Right? So, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have to get in early this year. Um, but um, it's a really, really cool event. It's just a night. It's a good date night for golfers, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You grab yeah. somebody and go putting. Yeah, because there's no stress. It's like, um, it's like the PGA Junior League. All you're doing is hitting some putts for fun and having something to eat and. Uh, and a Michelob Ultra responsibly, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) Then we added the par crawl in the fall. Can you talk about that a little, even though I'm involved with it? Yes.
6: I can, yes. Our par crawl happens in Ellicottville. Uh, Last year, we did it in the fall. It looks like that's going to be happening again. We are in the very early planning stages, but I'm very excited to give you a teaser of what that is, is custom turf goes around to the local bars there in Ellicottville and sets up putting greens at the bar, some inside, some outside and you've got a scorecard and you go around to each of the places and you try to make some putts and at the end there's some great prizes raffles and a chance to win tickets to the 2023 pga championship there
0: it might have been a little bit of fun last year it It was fantastic (laughs) it was a great
6: day and we were very lucky with the weather as well it was sunny and beautiful just a great day
0: everybody's like i'm doing that again next year yeah yeah yeah. that was an easy one (laughs) let's
5: the charities themselves I know our Duster event is for the PGA Reach. There's PGA Hope. Can you talk a little bit about what those do and and what are some of the money across the area that they'll be raising for?
6: Sure, so PGA Reach is our big foundation. Underneath that is our pillars, youth, military, and diversity and inclusion. So we have, under our military, there is PGA Hope. And a lot of the, all of the proceeds for the power crawl really go to PGA Hope. Um, PGA Hope kicks off here in Buffalo on May 25th, and that's a program for our veterans to come out free of charge to learn how to play and get golf ready, get comfortable, and be able to use tool as a golf in their everyday life.
0: Yeah, and it's on to the VA's, and there's there's a Rochester, there's one down in Erie, so it's yep. a regional thing. So if you're a veteran and, and want to learn a little bit about golf, contact your VA. Contact and, the
6: VA and, yeah, and they'll, yes, they'll in the, the section, yep. will set you up.
0: Yeah. And that's a cool thing. And, and actually, Victoria and I are heading to uh, the PGA Championship under that umbrella, aren't we?
6: Yes, we are. So we'll be in Tulsa there um, the week of the PGA Championship. The beginning of the week is a Secretary's Cup, which um, includes a team of Jeff himself, our PGA Hope Ambassador, Scott Smalter, and then a veteran from each of our chapters, Buffalo, Rochester, and Erie. And they'll have a few days of fun golf.
5: That's awesome. So yeah. you guys will be there. It's at Southern Hills this year. The PGA championship is in Tulsa, That's right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been to Oklahoma, so I'm looking forward to <laughs> Me it. Me either. Yeah. It'll be a great might
6: time. might be a little hot. Yeah.
0: That's
5: great. And you, Jeff, were you part of getting PGA hope off, off and running, right? When yeah, you were... my first year as president, we had, yeah. it,
0: but we ran it at Grover Cleveland. I remember the first year and I think we had six people. And now I don't know how many hundreds of people go through it every year. So it's uh it's been really, really cool.
5: Yeah. And of course you mentioned the PGA championship here. Uh, Let's finish, Victoria. About talking about next year's PGA Championship. I know preparations have – this isn't just a uh, well the 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 tournament's next week. Let's get the get the bleachers out, like the cooler. (laughs) This is years of planning. It'll be in the in Western New York next year at Oak Hill in Rochester. Uh, You know, one of the best courses in the world that's hosts so many great events. So I know everybody around here is getting ready for that. Uh, What's your role amongst the many? I'm sure for that event.
6: Yes, so I am heavily involved with the planning here for the p g a championship next may um like you said years years in the making they get started several years in advance, and it's going to be a great experience, very truly special to have something like that be in in Rochester again at, at Oak Hill.
5: the senior p g a was there in twenty nineteen mm-hmm. and uh I was there for that and I've been there for the other p g a s too the recently but Jeff, that course has hosted everything, the Ryder Cups, PGAs, the U.S. Opens, the U.S. Senior Opens, Senior PGAs.
0: U.S. Amateurs. U.S. Amateurs. I think it's the only facility in the world that's hosted every men's major there is, as far as like the Ryder Cup, the Amateur, all those different events. I'm pretty sure that's a factual statement about Oak Hill.
5: Yeah, and I know that. Moving the uh, the PGA to May, we the, when we, it initially happened, there was you know some thought on that, but I, I I've maybe nerves. Oh, can you have an, a major here in May? But it and looks like everything's worked out pretty well so far.
0: So far, and weather can happen any week, right? That's and, true. Um, and Oak Hills, a challenge, and it there's a cool buzz. I mean, it's. I've been to a lot of PGA events and when they're the majors or the masters, those are the ones where there's a lot more excitement around it. And you know, I don't, like I always say, I don't get geeked up for too much. I've been in golf for a while I get geeked up for that week and I'm looking forward to hanging out all week and just being around that show. It's a, it's
5: a super fun week
0: to be there too. I'm sure Jeff,
5: uh, representing the PGA Western New York, because this is chance. It's like, it's, it's your home. you it's, it's your chance to be the home team this week, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: we're the host section for yeah. the event. Yeah. And we've, we've had this job a lot of times though. And, uh, well, it'll be good. Yeah, we're looking forward to it.
5: At Oak Hill, since the Senior PGA in 2019 has been redesigned. For those that don't know, yes, they've yeah. done
0: a lot of work to the golf course. Actually, it'll be interesting to uh, to see the changes how they affect the tour players. You know, that's one of those places you don't need par 72 to have a great golf course. So, um, but a lot of people have played Oak Hill, and, and what's cool for us is we played it and mm-hmm. we've been on the facility and on site and to see the changes now and to watch the good players play a place that you've played a lot of rounds at is it's really kind of fun.
5: Yeah, no, it's 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 the coolest golf course I've ever played, so I, I, I think it's 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 really fun. And it's what it's it's great to see the pros and you're like, Hey, I was over there. No, I, I was there after two, not yeah. one, but and you he, know, and he got up <laughs> and down. They That's found right. a way to get up and down too. Yeah. yeah. So we're looking forward to that. We will be giving away tickets. Um throughout the uh some of our shows this year so make sure you're tuning in each week uh, make sure you're also following us on twitter and instagram at t2g buffalo uh, we'll have more information there how you can get involved and get yourself a chance to win a pair of free tickets to next year's pga championship yeah, we'll be broadcasting from there too that'll be fun i know looking forward to that all right western New york pga website check it out wnypga.com or if you're here at glen oak you can come in Check out the Hall of Fame. Let's finish with that, too. How about people can come in and see the Hall of Fame, right? We're right next door. I put out some pictures on Twitter. Uh, I'll put them up on Instagram as well here during the commercial break. Anyone can come in and see the Hall of Fame, right? Anyone
6: can come in. Our our doors are always open. We're here at Glen Oak. You can pop on in. We've got a nice custom turf putting green out there. Oh,
0: that's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could do your cross-promoting.
5: Very good. <laughs> I'm a an natural. <Andrew. laughs> yes, you are. That's right. <laughs> yeah if you want to come in and see Jeff they can even come in and they can take a selfie next to your president photo in here
0: yeah I look older in that picture than I was yes (laughs) I say that all the time I thought you said I thought you said I was supposed to use the word distinguished yeah distinguished at 30 yeah
5: (laughs) well Victoria thank you so much for uh the warm welcome this morning and for coming on
6: thank you for having me
5: all right you can come on in and see Victoria and her staff uh here again the Westerner PGA offices they're inside the uh, the Glen Oak banquet facility you can check it out there uh, and again the hall of fame is open to the public really really cool spot they've got a whole bunch of different plaques and trophies and history and uh, honoring some of the people that have done some great work here in western new york to help promote the game of golf which we love to do every week on our show td green all right we're gonna take a quick time out here on wgr when we come back we'll get jeff's western new york pga tip of the week We'll get our leaderboard as well as uh, we roll on. Again, Kevin Sylvester from the Dell Match Play coming up at 745. Thanks for listening. More Tea to Green coming up in a moment. We'll take a timeout right now here on WGR.
3: You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Bean. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up.
4: And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: Listen up, golfers. It's time for our tip of the week, brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond.
5: Welcome back on Tee to Green, segment number two. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Kevin Sylvester coming up in just a little bit from the match play in Austin. We are live at the Western New York PGA Hall of Fame and offices inside the Glen Oak Facility Building here. We appreciate Victoria Shiro, the Interim Executive Director of the Western New York PGA, for joining us last segment. Lots of good information. If you maybe caught it midstream or uh, you're just joining us now, uh, a great informational segment on how you can get your son or daughter involved in golf. Numerous programs, little kids, they've got golf junior days, drive chip and putt, a free event. Um, If you want to have your son or daughter maybe play in a league or with some more competition, there's PGA Junior League. There's the PGA Junior Tour. Uh, You can check all that out uh, at the website, WNYPGA.com. And uh, like I said, more great charitable work that they're doing. We didn't even mention Cans for Hope. Drive by you see the
0: big trailer truck in the parking lot here at Glen Oak. Yep. That helps the foundation So bring your cans drop them off in the parking lot here. There's a there's a vehicle There's a spot for it um, and and all the all that money goes to the Hope foundation
5: and as the weather gets better Maybe more uh, cans will be consumed here Jeff So (laughs) a chance to drop them off and help out a great cause if you work in the bag golf course you might
0: find a few empty beer cans now and again. Yes,
5: for sure (laughs) All right, you heard there our Western New York PGA tip of the week Save the beer cans? Was that the tip? That is a good one. Save the beer cans for a great cause. Yes, drop them off here for the Cans for Hope. But this week's event, which we'll get more details on coming up with Kevin uh, in about uh, 15 minutes from now, is a match play. Of course, almost every event on the PGA Tour is stroke play, but it's match play this week. For those of you that maybe haven't followed it this week, it's essentially the March Madness version for golf. They get the bracket of 64 players. They rank them... Uh, In groups of 16, if you're wondering how they actually do uh, the brackets, um, once all the players that have committed to the events are in, which is 64, which is 64, yeah, they take the top 16 and essentially seed them 1 through 16, and they put them all in their own, they call it pod. Then what they'll do is they'll take the next 16-ranked golfers, which essentially in this case would be like 17 through 32, and they – put them in a hat. Well, I don't I think there's officially a hat. I think there's like a little lottery ball bouncing thing. But whatever, they they randomly draw those and then those 16 players go in each of the pods and then they'll do it for the next 16 and then for the last 16 you end up with four players in a pod. So how this event works is there's four players in each pod. They play one-on-one match play matches Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. So amongst those four, one advances out. Whoever ends up With the most points, you get two points for a win, one point for a draw, no points for a loss. Whoever ends up with the most points ends up advancing to, I guess, what what we like to refer to as the Sweet 16. Today uh, is the round of 16 and the round of 8. And then tomorrow will be the semifinals and the finals. But it's all match play. So, Jeff, these matches can last shorter than 18 holes. They technically could go to extra holes. But uh, everything is based upon one hole you win lose or tie the hole
0: yeah it's a little different and it's it seems like a fun way to play because well it is a fun way to play what happens is every day is a different match so if you had a bad day before and lost it's you know if you shoot 80 or something in the first round of a tour event you're done yeah Uh, but in this event no you can and you can maybe not play your best and still win and catch a guy that's having a bad day and, and and so many things can happen um it's a it's a i don't know that it identifies the best player that week but it it's a neat format to watch and see these guys same like basketball are we identifying the best basketball team all the times you know with these upsets but um, same thing in golf yeah
5: I mean look at three in basketball three of the four number one seeds are out and if you said who's the best basketball team in the country I'd probably maybe say Gonzaga but they're not going to be the champion because it's a one and done thing just like this match play thing I mean from at least now going forward it's one, and Peters,
0: done. one of the top eight teams in the country probably not but same thing with this golf format. but what a great
5: story they are and what a cool story sometimes we get
0: in this golf event too right yeah and that's what makes for nice tv and that's what and the match play is fun because the you know the, the the type the way you play is a little different your mindset's a little different you know you can go for something and not worry about making a double you're gonna lose you lose a hole you lose the hole you can lose by five or you can lose by one you still lost the hole and i think that affects how these players play you still when you're playing the match play events, you still want to keep that ball in play as much as possible. Cause you're trying to put as much pressure on your opponent all the time. Where on a normal round of golf. You're playing against the golf course a little bit more, if that makes sense. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, that's what I was going to get to with our tip here is uh, a lot of people on the golf course like to play match play. It's fun for exactly what you said too. Um, if you have a blow up hole mm-hmm. and you're playing stroke play and you're keeping your own score, Let's face it. We've all played with players that ruins their day, and it that makes it more less fun for all of us. You, you know, you take an eight on a hole, and you're like, oh, my God. And you th- you're thinking about, you know, let's face it for everybody. You take a score that you're not happy with. Like, sometimes it's hard to let it go. We've obviously talked about ways to try to, to let it go, but sometimes that's there. Match play, you have a bad hole. Okay, you lost that hole, you move on to the next hole, it starts fresh right again. I think that's
0: really, really what's a fun part about match play. And I like the competition part. I'm playing you right now. You know what, I'm not playing everybody, somebody else who might be playing later today or anything like I got to beat you right now in the here and now on this next hole with this next shot and and it's a different way of grinding it out and you know you try to find something you don't like about the guy you're playing or whatever you do (laughs) to try to win but you you have that edge all the time while you're playing and it makes it fun it's the stuff you do with your buddies on the weekend you're not playing I'm gonna hopefully you know you're playing hole by hole you know two down automatics and all that stuff and that's what makes it fun
5: yeah you said keeping the ball in play is important would you say that's like if you were going to say hey what's the most essential thing to playing well in match play is that it keeping the ball being more accurate would does that mean more conservative or when people when you say
0: keep the ball in play does that mean play more conservative or what does that mean you know i guess for instance if i'm on a short par four and my my competitor whips out a three wood out there and he's got 80 yards i'm going to try to be back at 100 because i'm comfortable stuffing a wedge in from 100 put it in the fairway try to get it close first and see if he can answer um, and, and it's just a different way to play. You know, I don't want to ever be out of the hole. I want to force my opponent to keep playing well, too. It's like the Bills, Ben, don't break defense kind of thing. Like, as long as I'm in that hole, I'm still forcing my opponent to hit good shots, too. So as soon as I blast one out or I'm looking at a big number, then he doesn't have to compete anymore. I want him to compete until he holds that putt.
5: And then, of course, on the green, there's always a part of match play that, we'll watch the pros handle this weekend, which is conceding putts and giving putts and all that sort of thing. And, and there's maybe a little bit more strategy involved on the greens too.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, most people will say it, depending on who you're playing, certain guys have the heebie-jeebies with the putter and you're going to make them putt everything. And, um, as the round goes on and the putt, you may give them early. So, you know, you don't want to see, I wouldn't, I would give a lot of putts early because I don't want my opponent to see a lot of good short putts going in the hole and then maybe when he needs one he hasn't had to make a three-footer all day and now it's 16 and now he's got to make a three-footer and I'd like to put the pressure on him then instead of on number hole number two
5: yeah good idea yeah some some good tips there for you um with Jeff on match play we'll get Kevin's update uh, coming up here in just a few minutes uh, as he is there working this week some other news we're two weeks away from the Masters and we found out this week that Phil Mickelson is not going to be playing We know this has been a rough start to 2022 for Phil Mickelson. Uh, If you've followed the news about him and his comments and the Saudi league that seems to be maybe at a standstill and what Mickelson has had to say about the PGA Tour, uh, Mickelson has said he's taking a a break from golf. uh, Whether he decided to not play in the Masters or he was pressured to not play in the Masters, he's not going to be playing in the Masters. He's listed under the category on the Masters official website this week as Past champions not participating, and he's amongst that list. That has some other player, some of the older players,
0: even like Nick Faldo, who's on the broadcast, of course. But he'll be but present. He is. But he'll be on the grounds. There'll be past champions that are not participating. They will be there.
5: Yes. So he, did. You did. He did read that he is going to be there. Oh, I did not. Oh, I was. Oh, I was asking if you said he was. No, I don't be there. believe he'll be there. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think he'll be there. I think. Uh, I think he, he knows he's an instant distraction and. The people at Augusta National would not be happy if he became the story when he's not
0: even playing. Yeah, can you imagine him rolling up Magnolia Lane? The camera coverage it would get, or him strolling around the grounds, watching anything like that would be um, it would look good for the the brand, as right. they saying.
5: And he would normally be there for the past champions' dinner. Correct. And, and look at let's just let's just talk golf. Mickelson, look, at, he won the PGA, so he can win oh, any week, go. right? So yeah. he can win. But if there's any place that he actually probably has a legit chance to win it's here because not only he knows this course as good as anybody that's ever played
0: it and with his short game and and it's like horses for courses he was always always kind of built for Augusta I feel and it's disappointing um you know it's weird I I, I've been I've never heard of somebody kind of being uninvited to Augusta especially as a past champion
5: yeah I I gotta think I, I wonder how that played out I gotta think did he did he do it himself? Knowing did was he basically told from people from Augusta National like, look, we don't want you here this year. And I have a feeling you know. someone made a phone call to yeah. him and kind of let him know the deal. Yeah. And now next, I mean, again, when is this break going to end? It's there is going to be a point where he has he's going to come back to play. Coming back at the PGA Championship. He's the, the defending, defending He's the defending champion of the PGA Championship. Is he just not going to show up? Yeah. At what point does it? does he just step
0: up and start playing and deal with uh, right. at and, one, and move and move past
5: it at some point there's going to be a time where he's like i'm going to return to play and he's going to have the maybe the most uncomfortable press conference that he's ever had in his life and the media is going to crush him for a week or two but at some point it's got to happen so you know it's going to happen so you at, you know at some point you just got to say all right this is going to be the day you wonder you know I'm sure the PGA of America doesn't want to be that week that he comes back as the week of the PGA Championship because that's going to be the story. It's not going to maybe be about the event. I'm sure that's why the people at the Masters don't want him there.
0: So I I wonder how he's going to pick his spot in terms of when to come back. I'm sure his team is helping him make that decision. Hopefully they are um, because I feel like he might need some guidance through this. They have specialists who handle these kind of catastrophic media breakdowns in your your, – your reputation and stuff like that you can call in a specialist i hope he did yeah
5: what's really disappointing for me about mickelson is that throughout his career there's been people that have you know have maybe thought why he's not as likable as others some people have always loved him we know his interaction with the fans has been always great Um, i think in terms of his popularity last year when he won the pga it was the highest it had ever been his social media presence is was you know obviously over the last few months it's not was as good as anybody's oh he, he won the pit money the oh, uh yeah from the pga F- yeah him and tiger there was always this perceived piece that they were you know that they didn't like each other and maybe for a long time they didn't they seem to be as close as they ever have been whether again that's true or not but at least in the public's eye it looked as though uh you know at the Ryder cup he's there celebrating with all the team he's helping out like it seemed like his brand was as good as that we saw with the sunglasses the coffee like he yeah. had everything going for him and he was his like he's playing in all these matches M- one of major the, whatever age he was fifty, fifty yeah. one.
0: 51 he was old
5: the old the right. oldest guy to win the PGA yeah. and it um you know he's he's got you know his charity things the the match where he's with he's playing against tiger or he's got brady and manning the and calves he's yeah, wearing yeah, shorts yeah I mean, it, life was life has always been good for Mickelson but i mean it was at his peak here and it came crashing down because of some ill-advised comments. So I mean, it's it's too bad for him. You, you but, think he'd be more savvy at that age, too? Not because to he is make so the, he is media savvy. He's 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 very good with that stuff. I'm very surprised. Yeah, he seems to know when the cameras are on for right. sure. Now you could argue he did have a faux pas. Now some people might say that they were okay with it. If you remember, after one of the Bad Ryder Cup losses, he went after Tom Watson publicly at a press conference. That I know. I some people did that. not that after because watson had captained the team and he had said some things about lineups and sitting and you know putting guys in and not and i know some people thought that was he went way over the line on that that was i want to say maybe i don't know if it was maybe 3 or 4 Ryder cups ago but whenever watson was the captain he said
0: some things that uh, i know maybe didn't go over well with some of the people that were watson it with me. i grew up idolizing tom watson and jack Nicklaus. yeah those were that was my yeah. as i was growing up
5: basically you know paraphrasing disagree disagreed with how watson handled the team that week in terms of the pairings in the lineup and it's too bad because he was good for golf
0: and he it, it, and people enjoyed watching yeah. him play and you know he's swashbuckling around and he's always a story and he's always had a good quote so um hopefully he can move past this and uh, and people can forgive and forget and he can start playing competitive golf again
5: yeah i mean he's done a lot of good for the game for sure and he's An extremely popular player and look at let's if there's any area in the world that people get second chances the sports world is definitely that Mm -hmm. this is Phil said I think stupid stuff Um, and he's not there's people that have done a lot worse in in pro sports Mm -hmm. so I I don't think that I I wouldn't say here that I'm not gonna say he doesn't deserve a second chance I think he does I think everybody they make a mistake Uh, now how he handles it from here though like, I think he's going to have to earn some support back from people because of just some of the things he said. And, you know, if you don't know what he said, basically, I'll, I'll just quickly, you know, he, he was supporting the the Saudi league when asked about where that money's come from. The Saudi league, maybe, you know, there's been ties in terms of some of the inhumane things that maybe has been going on with some of the ties of where the, the league may be coming from. Then he really went hard after the PGA tour saying that they didn't have the best interests of players and all these sort of things. And. It, it, it got out of hand to the point where players who almost Jeff never talked poorly about other players on tour were like, dude, Phil, you got to, you got to check this here, this you're wrong, you know, and obviously the PGA tour and uh,
0: hated it. You know, And I feel like he must've had a huge financial stake in it and he was really trying hard to make it work is, is what it felt like to me. And it just, uh, I'm sure it was a huge financial stake. Everything he does is worth, tens of millions of dollars but um but yeah it was it was ill-advised and you know and, and meanwhile f1's racing there and you know there's a lot of stuff that goes on and um i'm not uh, i'm not here to judge any of that but to, it's been tough to tough to watch mickelson fall from grace like this because i did enjoy watching him play golf
5: yeah so the match play is coming up kevin we're gonna have live in a few minutes
0: best match of the morning
5: rom v kepka
0: at that 808 that, I hope they're off first because they're playing about two hours, those two, I have a feeling. Yeah, they yeah. like to play fast. Yeah. The
5: defending champion, Billy Horschel, who's playing great, he's going against Scotty Scheffler, who's one of the hottest golfers in the world. So the two of them, uh, I think uh, that'll be a really good match. Uh, the other matches, I said, you know, Rom Koepka is the headliner. That's at 8.08 this morning. Uh, Richard Bland against DJ. Scheffler against Horschel. Hatton against Power. Zalatoris against Nah. Kisner against Adam Scott. Kisner knocked out JT yesterday. Connors against Kiana. Morikawa against Anser. Those are your matches. There's still got a lot nice, of big names still yeah,
0: nice. Pair. I like the Zala-Taurus-Nah matchup, actually. I'd like to watch those guys play golf. Nahu walks the putts in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a
5: timeout here. Kevin Sylvester has been working the event all week. Uh, we'll have him on live. More of the details on what he expects for the weekend of the match play when we return here. We're live at the Western New York PGA Hall of Fame and Offices here at Glen Oak Golf Course in Amherst, along with PGA Pro Jeff Metis. I'm Brian Colziel, Zach Jones producing back in our Amherst studios. More Tea to Green coming up right after this on WGR.
3: You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Medella the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard, brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft. This
5: ball is different, and also by Puma Golf Shoes. Welcome back. T. Degree, live at the Western New York PGA Hall of Fame and offices here at Glen Oak Golf Course in Amherst. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. We he you did hear, it. it's his time to check our PGA Tour leaderboard. We'll bring Kevin Sylvester in uh, in one minute as uh, he's working the match play event this week in Austin. But uh, while we're waiting to get the PGA Tour leaderboard, let's see what's going on elsewhere. The LPGA uh, leaderboard going on right now through two rounds of the JTBC Classic in Carlsbad, California. Uh, Nana Kortz-Matson is your leader. She's at 11 under par. She has a two-stroke lead over Lydia Ko. So still two rounds to go uh, in that event from California. If you want to watch the ladies this week, uh, Golf Channel has coverage today starting at 5 p.m. Champions Tour. Report now. And that's brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing, the world's finest golf apparel. No event on the Champions Tour this week. Uh, their next event is April 1st through the 3rd uh, at Grand Bear Golf Club in Biloxi, Mississippi. All right, so there's your Champions Tour and your LPGA Tour. Now back to the PGA Tour, and we've got Kevin Sylvester coming in. He's working hard this week on this match play event. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? We're great. Thanks for coming on, Uh we know we went from 64 to 16. What, uh, what's been the biggest uh, news so far here through the first three days of this event?
7: Well, I mean, listen, there, there's a bracket today that is just spectacular. It's got three former number one players and the oldest player in the field. And you're going to see John Rom uh, take on Brooks Kepka in one match, and the winner of that match plays the winner of Dustin Johnson, Richard Blant. And some people listen. Who the hell is Richard Blant? Well, he's a 49-year-old Englishman, finally won on the European tour at age 48, and uh, climbed inside the world rankings high enough to get into the event and uh, have Bryson DeChambeau and end up coming out of his group uh, yesterday, which is just fantastic. It's a great story. Matter of fact, he played uh, Lee Westwood in his final match of round-robin play. It was... Robert Dameron, uh, who was my broadcast partner this week on uh, PGA Tour Live and the ESPN Plus, we're on stream four of the featured holes. Uh, we figured it is the oldest match ever in match play history. 49-year-old Richard Bland against uh, soon-to-be 49-year-old Lee Westwood.
5: Remember Richard Bland, people may know, was the leader early at the U.S. Open at Tory Pines. He he does look like a tour player. So remember that. He he had gotten in because of a third-place finish at the British Masters, which got him in, and he ended up playing well. Remember, he was early on that ended up winning, and then Rahm, of course, went on to win in dramatic fashion. But remember, Bland was the early leader, Kev.
7: Yes. And that's why he'll advance, right? I mean, yeah. everybody's looking at Rahm, Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Richard Bland, and he'll probably... No, I mean... You know what? <laughs> Dustin, jo- Dustin Johnson is just starting to turn it on here, and he's won here before. Uh, you may recall he defeated uh, John Rahm back in 2018 uh, to win here in Austin, so um, I... I I mean, first of all, Rahm versus Kepka, uh, that's fantastic, and... You know, if Dustin wins that match, we'll play one of those two in the uh, round of eight to go to tomorrow's semifinals. So that's that's great stuff.
0: And that golf course has got some visually intimidating approach shots, it looks like. Is that something I'm perceiving? Or can you tell me a little bit about that golf course?
7: So uh, I, I love Austin Country Club. It is just um, it's a fantastic piece of property. Uh, you know, people think of Texas and they think of, you know, of prairies where you're raising cattle, but, um, it's part of hill country. Um, Austin all the way down to San Antonio is the hill country of Texas. So there's a lot of topography in the golf course. The front nine, what you're, you're seeing on, on television and in a broadcast, the front nine, that's actually the back nine for the members. And what is the back nine down by Lake Austin, the water, that is, uh, the back nine for the tournament, but the front nine for the members. And it's two completely different golf courses. Uh, you're going through trees and, uh, you know, a creek kind of on the front side, and then you go down the hill and you're by the water and work your way back up the hill on the back nine. But, yes, there are some holes where, um, you know, fourth hole, you've got to carry everything to, to get up to the green. Uh, and then you get over to seven. I mean, you've got to carry over sands to find that, that putting surface. Same thing with eight and nine, uh, you know, there's shots up the hill, back down the hill. But then you go to 11, and the green's big enough where, like, okay, the, the pond in front, you know, shouldn't be a factor. Well, certainly was. We had 11 balls in the water on day one. We had five yesterday when it was back right and didn't even seem like it was going to be an issue. Um, it Actually, two players that put it in the water end up winning their matches, uh, Kevin Na and Colin Morikawa, uh, on that hole. Well, and John Rahm, as a matter of fact, so uh, three players won their match in advanced. Um, you know, put it on the water in the hole. And then you've got 13, which is, you know, drivable. There is a water feature all the way down the left. You know, there's a little ribbon of a walkway. Players don't even carry land. They got to drop on this walkway. Um, they hit it up there, and it's just a fascinating, interesting hole. But yeah, there's a there's a lot of water that's involved, and when the winds and you get gusted, and players are taking penalties.
5: Kev, we've got about 30 seconds left here, but I think we should mention, I know Rom Kepka is juicy, but Horschel, Billy Horschel's the defending champion. He beat Scotty Scheffler in the finals last year, and those two will play this morning, Scheffler versus Horschel.
7: Yeah, it's going to be a great match, rematch. Better Scheffler, he just destroyed Matt Fitzpatrick yesterday to get into a playoff against Matt Fitzpatrick, and it went six extra holes. Um, this should be a great match between Horschel and Scheffler. Looking forward to that one, too. Kev, how can people hear you today? Well, ESPN Plus, uh, PJ Tour Live. So if you, you have the app uh, and, and the feeds, it uh, will be on Feature Holes uh, number four, Stream 4. Awesome. All right, we'll be checking it out. Kev, have a, a great
5: broadcast. Appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you next week. You got it, guys. See you. All right, Kevin Sylvester, third man of our team here on Tea to Green. Don't forget to check out some of the new members of our team, Alex Brown and... Um, Jeff Blank, they provide some social media content, some pics on some of our tours. You can check out their stuff uh, on our T to Green Instagram and Twitter handles at Tea to Chee Buffalo. Some articles as well up on our new website, teetogreenradio.com. Big thanks to everybody here at the Western New York PGA, especially our guest, Victoria Shiro. Uh, you can contact her or any of the great staff here. Um, for any of the information we talked about, we'll have our show up on our on-demand audio section a little bit later this morning, WGR550.com. I'll also tweet out that link as well. But again, if you want any of the information about the Western Europe PGA and all the programs, uh, check out their website, WNYPGA.com. Jeff, thank you. Have a great
0: weekend. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching some golf this weekend.
5: Should be great. We'll yep. be at East Aurora Country Club next week. Ooh, home of the Junior Masters, that's right. That's right. We'll be looking forward to that. So. Uh, Thanks to everybody here at the Western PGA. Thank you for listening. For Zach Jones and our Amherst Studios, Kevin Sylvester for joining us. PGA Pro Jeff Minas. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. Tee to Green every Saturday right here on WGR.
3: You're listening to Tee to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club.